black disabled girl dad. What does it mean to me? Why is it on the back of my shirt that says my angel name Angel on the front? Hashtag black disabled girl dad on the back. <sighs> First of all, Angel, I love you. You're my heart. You're my everything. You are the reason daddy wakes up every day. You are the reason daddy puts up with these Decepticons. You are the reason I love myself. You are the reason when I do go outside, I put up with Decepticons. Because... I know you're going to say, Daddy, come on, let's go to the park. Daddy, come on, play with me. I already know. And I know when we go to the park, when we eating together, it's going to be some Decepticons who try to sway me away from my purpose. And when you around, my purpose is strictly you. It's only you. And ain't no woman or no materialistic entity will ever sway me away from you, mama. And when it does, I hope God removes that entity away so I can come back to my baby. So, I love you, Angel Hood. I love you more than all the days I'm going to yell at you. I love you more than all the days I'm going to scream at you. I love you more than all the pain you're going to have to go through. I love you more than holding you when you get your shots as a new newborn infant. I love you more than I love myself. <sighs> Being a black disabled girl dad is what it says. You got white disabled girl dads out there, but where the black niggas at? Where we at? We ain't nowhere to be found in the U.S., but I know we in the foreign countries. I know. I know where we at. I know. But I got to represent for where I live. And I live in the U United States of America. Being a black disabled girl, that ain't just about me being in a wheelchair. It's representing for the niggas who have cerebral palsy. And aspire to be girl dads. It's funny. It's funny motherfuckers. With any disability. That cry themselves asleep. At 30 something. Late 20s. Somethings. Thinking they can't conceive. But, but you got that sexy baddie by your side who don't leave. She's like, baby, we got this. 
Even though I gotta go through, we gotta go through IVF. Even though we gotta go through all this bullshit we have to go through, I'm not leaving. Because when you hold our baby girl in your arms, you're gonna look so sexy. You are sexy. And you're, our daughter's gonna look at you like, oh my god. I have the most handsome dad in the whole wide world. I saw a video not too long ago of this young girl. She was sitting in her daddy's lap, just mesmerized. He laughs, he kissed her cheek, and then once he fed her a french fry, she had to look up at him again and be mesmerized and be like, damn, I'm blessed. And I know my angel named Angel gonna do that with me. She's just gonna look at me with all the admiration in the world. Like, how does my daddy do it? How does he do it? How did he do it without me? All these years. I'm gonna tell you right now, baby girl. My faith. My fight. My courage. My resiliency. Mm. And my heart. Which is you. Baby girl, your daddy has his days where he don't even want to come out the room. And those days are dark days. Your daddy has a bunch of Decepticons in his life. Daddy was a Decepticon. I got you. A Decepticon is somebody who guides you and molds you and raises you. And then once you make it, they're deceitful. They're deceptive towards you to get what they want or just because they're in your presence they take your presence for granted and they run for years for months and don't reach out to you because they got what they wanted they just want to suck your goddamn energy from you and then they want to come back when they need more or or when they need another hit like a drug addict, baby. That's a Decepticon. And unfortunately, baby girl, it might just be me and you. Just like it was Will and Jaden in the pursuit of happiness. But goddammit, I'm going to be the best version of daddy I can be. Every day when I pick you up, girl, from daycare, I'm going to hold you like a, like it's the last day we're going to hold each other. Okay. I love you. I love you, baby.
Don't cry. Wipe your tears, baby. Cause daddy's fine. Daddy's okay. Being a black disabled girl dad means I have to. I have to take care of all the young girls that feel like my daughter. Even if my daughter is a teenager. Oh, daddy, get away from me. I'm ugly today. I don't look right. Shut up. Shut up, okay? Because before you knew how to wash your face and brush your teeth and wash your ass, I was doing it. And I didn't care. I still kissed that pretty face. Okay? Give me a hug. Give me a kiss. I love you. And I'm always love you. As long as you want me around. Hmm. <sighs> Being a black disabled girl dad is being a dad if something happens to somebody. And my daughter's young. She's not super young. She's a teenager. I and her daughter. She still carries on my dynasty. She doesn't let my name die. She becomes a fighter. Every time somebody of any gender, sexuality, race, creed, speaks ill will on her father. She will kill you over this. Because she knows what I went through. Not only to raise her, but every time I walked out that door, I want to hold her. She can hear me saying a prayer. And after the prayer, tears fall down her eyes. Because she's like, Daddy, don't speak about if you don't come back. God's going to bring you back to me. And then I start to cry. Because I know he will. Because I have to be here for my baby girl. And God and Angel Hood and her sister. Gianna Hood are the only reason Myron Hood Jr. is living on this earth. Going through the shit he goes through as a chosen one who is a sigma male. Who is a podcaster. Who is a artist. Who is a dreamer. Who is a manifest. Who is a speaker? Who is a coach? Who is a godfather? Who is a visionary and future trailblazer and and a and a rule bender and a don't give a fucker? That what a black disabled girl. Had.
And that girl that who shows up for every daddy daughter breakfast and lunch. Pop up on her. Make sure she acting right. Pop up on her at lunch. Didn't even tell her at the house. But I did ask her what she wanted for lunch. And then whatever she asked for, I'm holding it. And it's in the bag. Could ask just me. She don't have tears in her eyes. Daddy! No tears. Because she knew I was coming. Because she knows me. Daddy, you coming to the concert tomorrow morning? Yep. I don't lie. And I'm there early. And I didn't see this shit five times. Because I didn't see the two night performances. I see her practice and shit. And I seen her performing the night before. But now they got to do it for the school. I'm, not, I'm, I'm there. And I'm there early. Because those are the moments that when she's a young girl. She turns into a grown ass adult and she's having those discussions with her girls as they eat, drink. Well, hopefully, my daughter's not drinking. Hopefully, they're both smokers. But as they smoke that blunt, girl, I remember when I was five to like 13. Girl, my daddy. Never missed a concert. He never, he never missed a singing competition, a talent show that he knew I was in. That man, I look in that man's eyes. That man didn't see nobody but me and my sister. And then Gigi just can't form words because she. You know, Gigi said, when daddy names his album unspeakable, I get it. Because when I try to formulate the words to describe what he means to me, it's unspeakable. That man was special. Not because he was in a wheelchair with special needs. And they're balling at this point. But because... He didn't have to speak to nobody. He spoke to us and our mom because we were his world. But outside of us, there was nobody. Couldn't make him go to a funeral to save his life. And when he did, he spoke. He didn't give a damn if he cussed. He didn't give a damn if people threw shit at him. Because he said... I remember we were in church one time. He said, Nobody in this congregation has a heaven or hell to put me in. So if you get pissed at me because I said that pissed... You get pissed at me because I say I don't give a damn about what the fuck society thinks. 
Then you throw stones at him and shoot him. He didn't care. Because he knew. He was different. He was idiosyncratic as he loved to say. That's unique for those who don't know. Our daddy was a trailblazer. He didn't raise hell. He knew in order to make change, you had to create hell to create the change you want to see. And if you want to see change, you got to be change to make change. That was our daddy. Who was a black disabled granddad.